Welcome to another episode of the Forgotten Happy Podcast with Joe Joseph. How's it going, Zach? Hey, it's going it's going really well. <clears throat> so uh, before uh, kind of start going off, uh, just wanted to say pretty much we got NFL talking about today. Uh, probably may get an NBA depending on how long we stay on the topic of the NFL. Uh, but pretty much what we're looking to do is discuss the running back situation right now with the market. Uh, lots of it happening over the past couple hours, uh, which is why I'm kind of glad we didn't do the podcast earlier today, because a lot of drama kind of occurred on Twitter with a lot of running backs responding to Matt Miller's comments uh, about his tweet. Um, and then um, obviously with the Hopkins signing the Titans, um, I, I don't blame. I mean, I, I, after this running back's not getting paid, I don't blame Hopkins for getting his money, but we're kind of going more detail on that. Um, but let's, uh, let's, let's start with kind of just, let's, let's, let's just do a nice little, um, um, calendar, uh, log, I guess, to, for lack of better words, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but, uh, let's start with Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins signed a two year, uh, I believe it was $30 million contract. I had it up and now I just lost it. God dang it. Um, I'm sorry. Did I announce you, Zachary? Did I announce Zach being here? Yeah, we did. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. And then the contract, by the way, two years, twenty six million. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we got. Do you know? Do you know how much was guaranteed? I think it was like nineteen and a half. Can you confirm? Oh, it sounds okay. right. Though. But I think it was like nineteen and a half. But <laughs> anyways, DeAndre Hopkins kind of chose money over winning, which I mean, Zachary has more to say on that than I do. Uh, if you want to start off, you can go ahead and start off. I'll be more than happy to hear what yeah, you're saying. But... Sure, I can start us off with DeAndre Hopkins conversation. So from, I mean, we've all been following this. You know, I, I'm an owner of him in fantasy. Fantasy, I'm an owner of him only in fantasy. Uh, when we see him, right, it's like, okay, where is he going to go? I, I think there's a lot of speculation about the Chiefs. Remember, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan now that I'm a Holmes follower. And I, I told everyone, no, it's the wrong fit. He needs too many targets for this offense. Uh, Kelsey is the Hopkins, right, if you will. Like, he's going to be the lead target getter, and everyone else just gets in. You know, one game it might be – Guy more the next it might be Rice the next it might be you know another receiver another receiver it might be McCannon coming out of the backfield like they have a lot of weapons there Hopkins to me didn't seem like a good fit for the Chiefs so when it comes down to it it was really the Titans and the Patriots and at the end of the day I think he took what we all would say Tannehill is a better quarterback than Mac Jones so he went with the best quarterback get himself paid. And if he wants to ring chase afterwards, he he still has an uh, opportunity because it's only a two-year contract. You know, NFL, he could be gone after this season. Um, so I think it's a smart move, personally. What I mean, say you? I mean, and he's still getting paid by the – oh, excuse me. Sorry. That's a lot. And he's still getting paid by the uh, Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget about uh, them having to pay him because they didn't uh, cut him in time. Uh, so, yeah. um, I mean, I mean, they cut him in time before the large cap hit, but – they still have to pay a portion of the guarantee that he got. So uh, that's always kind of going to be there for him. Um, I, I just feel as if he chose the better situation, obviously, between the Patriots and between the um, uh, the Titans. I do think that the Patriots kind of gave him the middle finger once they gave Devontae Parker that extension. So like, hey, man, but you're taking too long. They gave, him, they gave him a good deal, right, too? Uh, they, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The uh, yeah, they get Vonta Parker like a, I think it was right. like a thirty million dollar extension, right? I think it was like thirty over like three, three, three years. years. Yeah, three so years. I mean, I think it was three years or two years, one of the two. But regardless, I, it was, yeah, it was just a ridiculous contract that no one had saw. Like I was, I was listening to somebody, I forget who it was, and he has been the lowest 
he he has like a lowest percentage, and I hate advanced separation. Advanced stats. Yeah, like that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who that was. You know who that was? I know I don't know who it was, but I did see on Twitter. It's like the guy he can't separate. Yeah. Uh, at all. Yeah. So um, there there's that, and then there's just the overall. Uh, and he's always hurt. Hurt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Him not being available. Um, I, I don't know if I was him, obviously you don't, I mean, he, he, he kind of got into a shitty situation with Deshaun Watson going into, you know, the, the issue that he had and then him leaving that incident and then him going into a great Hopkins? situation where, he, yeah, Hopkins, I'm talking about Hopkins. Hopkins, he left before all the Deshaun came out. Did he, did he, I thought Deshaun Watson wasn't playing. Yeah. Yeah, he came. No, he came out before. Oh yeah, he got traded Hopkins, before. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, did, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. If you're looking yeah. back on the deal, it wasn't a terrible deal, right? Yeah, because Bill O'Brien because they ended up bringing in Tunsil too. They got themselves a to, like I you can protect know. your star quarterback, and they yes. got they got Brandon Cooks, who's a really productive wideout in the league. He's not Hopkins, I understand, but Brandon Cooks is a thousand yard receiver pretty much every year he suits up. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember because uh, because Bill O'Brien traded him away. And they got yeah. like a second round pick back or something like that. And like it was and, just... uh, David Johnson. Yeah, David Johnson. That's what it was. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I remember that. Okay. But even so, to add on to that, like, so he left there. He went to the Arizona. He had a breakout season. He think I think he was like the best receiver in football that year. Um, if you yeah. think his highlighted record. by the Hail Mary. Exactly. Yep. Right. Exactly. He was he was a all pro receiver and everything. And then ever since that season, he's kind of gone down spiral. Um, and, um, you know, that is due to him being off the field with injuries. And I think he had that, um, PED suspension last year. So that messed with his productivity. And then obviously Kyle Murray not being available, uh, 24 seven, uh, uh, (laughs) on the field and off the field. Um, but, um, there's just a lot of things that I think went, went Hopkins, didn't go Hopkins way. And, and, And that's not at fault to him, but. I want to ask this question because it's been on my mind and I want to ask you, I want to get your thoughts. Do you believe that Hopkins is a hall of fame receiver? Cause I've been seeing people say that hall of fame. Yes. This subject's up again. It seems like whoever, uh, if you're a repeated least listener to this podcast, you're, I'm going to sound like a hater, (laughs) but I never watched DeAndre and said, you're a hall of famer. I, I personally, no, he did have some big years there, though. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I don't think he's a Hall right? of Famer either, but people are calling him like a future Hall of Famer. So, talent wise, he's one of the best. I'll be in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like of this the generation, Texan Ring of Honor. Uh, like, like when I think Hall of Fame of this generation, I think of Larry Fitzgerald. I think of, um, I think I, I even think of Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Even even though he's yeah. not going to get in, we know he's not going to get in. But you know, he is a guy that. <laughs> Talent wise, production wise, he can be a Hall of Fame. He should be a Hall of Fame receiver. Uh, but like, I don't want to go down that road too much because I want to get into other topics, which is um, the uh, topic of the day. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Do you do you want to talk about Dak saying that he's not going to have more than ten interceptions, or can we bypass that? What do you think about that? Was that real? Yeah, that was a real comment. He said he said that, that. was a real comment. Yeah. Uh, it was verified. The the way I saw the tweet, it was verified. It was from a verified account. I think it was even um the score I had 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 retweeted it. Let me pull up the tweet again, but um uh, feel free wow. to kind of take 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 the stand as I pull up the tweet just to verify that this is real. Sure. I forgot Twitter is a man. I, I saw the tweet and I was thinking that it was fake. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because I'm like, why would Dak give a number out 
because now Cowboy Nation, people are going to be at the games counting down, uh, you know, or counting up how many interceptions this guy has. Um, and I don't it, know if I'd want to be in that position. Um, This was confirmed, by the way. So confirmed. Yeah, I won't. I, I, mean, I, won't, do, I won't. He says. So I are they just going to run? I, I mean, Prescott has thrown 10 or more te- interceptions in the last three seasons. This is after his comment that he made about them, um, about him not throwing more interceptions. I just feel like, I mean, you can't really say that as an NFL quarterback that you're not going to throw 10 or more. Because, I mean, not every interception is your fault. <laughs> like, you throw 10. You, okay, so he threw 24 interceptions. I'm willing to say five of them weren't his fault. Like five of them were tip balls, or they were. Well, just last year like, he threw fifteen. No, he, no, he threw like twenty. Are you sure it was fifteen? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh, 15. Well, the year prior, he how many did he throw? Did he do like twenty three last year? What did he? Thirty seven touchdowns, ten interceptions the year before. Oh, you know what? It, you know what I was looking at? I was looking at the amount of games he had played because he had because oh, he, he yeah, had played yeah. a full sixteen games no, last he year. Played 12. So over the last sixteen games, he's he's like throwing over like twenty. Five, I think twenty six. I got you. I follow now. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I, I, I don't think that you can say that because, like, I mean, like I said, in, every interception is not going to be your fault. Like Mahomes threw interceptions that weren't his fault. Obviously, he threw interceptions that were his fault. But like, he's the best quarterback in the league. I just don't believe that as a quarterback, you should put that type of expectation on yourself. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's and he doesn't have like. From my memory, I could be totally wrong here, but do they have a lot of like veteran receivers? Like, who's? I mean, I don't know who their starting tight end is going to be. I know they have uh, Lamb, who's a solid player. They brought in Brandon Cooks. Uh, um, I'm trying to figure over if you're going to yeah. play. You know. So, I mean, it, it's a cool goal, I guess. I mean, and but when you Kel- look at their team, they lost Kellen Moore. Gonna... Yeah. So, I mean, are they going to just going to run the ball a whole bunch and with guys who I don't even know? Is Tony Pollard healthy? Tony Pollard, he, he's healthy, but he's not. He, I, I don't know what's going on with him in, in a tag, but we'll 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 talk about that in, in a couple couple of minutes after we get done talking about this. Sure. But um, Ezekiel Elliott, he they're talking about signing him back. I don't. I just don't know who is going to be. I mean, they do have what's his name? We didn't mention Michael Gallup. Um. Who is oh, yeah. coming off of an injury and he got that ex- extension last year. So he's gonna put up numbers, obviously. Um, but um I just don't know if they're gonna be as productive as they've been in past years, especially with losing Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, um, adding his spice to the offense, being you know, I- I'm I'm wondering if if we'll see that full house <laughs> uh backfield uh, from him this year. Um I mean, we saw a little bit last year with Zeke back there and like Pollard back there, and then they had the tight end back there. So you know, maybe we'll see it. We'll see more often this year. Uh, anything else on that topic? Or DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, no, not. And I'm good with both of those. All right, cool. So now we are going to get to the topic of the day. I think this is going to be something that we may disagree or agree on. We haven't talked about this at all. I I don't think for a while. But um, the running back market in the NFL right now. Um, yeah. so um, there is. There's a huge story about this, about where we are right now as a NFL uh, society, I guess, for lack of better words. Uh, but uh, we have to, there, you know, let me kind of paint the picture a little bit and then kind of go from there. But, um, okay, so running backs, obviously, I think are the most prominent position in a uh, football team. I mean, I, I think they are, 
they do everything. They run, they block, they catch. They, I mean, you know, they, they, they do checks. They, they, they do a lot of stuff that I don't think gets highlighted a lot. And um, there's a time where I think that running backs have been seen as invaluable. And for a while, it was kind of there, but it really wasn't because we had a lot of talented running backs. And we had a lot of teams that were, had, had, you know, power backs, downhill backs, you know, the Adrian Peterson's, the, um, I'm just trying to think of recent running backs. Um, help me out here. Adrian Peterson. Um, just, I mean, just like a tons of talent on the running back, right? So McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Henry, Henry there's just been a lot of talent at that yeah. position. So, um, there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff of where this starts up. I believe it kind of starts with the Le'Veon Bell situation with him holding out. A lot of fans think that because of because of what some leaks have said about the McVay contract, it started there. Where do you see that the running back situation is at right now? And from your understanding, how do you think it can be fixed? Well, <clears throat> great question, right? I mean. When it comes down to the running backs, what doesn't help the NFL is that the Kansas City Chiefs just won a Super Bowl, and the guy who's celebrated perhaps the most outside of Mahomes was their seventh-round running back rookie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that does not help the running back market at all, um, seeing that. And in seeing that, too, uh, there's a second fold, too. The guys who are up on these one-year contracts, when you think about Jacobs, uh, Pollard, and Saquon, those guys have been either hurt or are hurt. And mm-hmm. it's tough to pay players in a position where you know they're going to get hurt. And Jacobs, I mean, I like, I, wasn't he considered a bust not too long ago before he literally in rushing? I mean, I, I would, I would have said that uh, he was on, he was on track for that just because, tra- but I mean, a, a lot of that ha- did not have to do with his talent. It was, I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of it had to do with the scheme that he was in, but that's that's a topic for another day. Scheme, uh, his his style of play, however you want to spin it. I mean, the guy he was on bus uh, uh, on bus status, like that was that's what he was until he led the league in bro- uh, rushing yards. He's getting compensated um, by the the franchise tag. Let's not act like the the NFL PA is not to blame here as well. <laughs> yeah. Like they every year they come in and they, well not every year but when they do negotiate these things they yeah. continually sticking yeah they're sticking with the franchise tag, and you know if if you have your franchise tag, it's easy to play a running back one year you just do it because you're year to year with these guys anyway. Yeah, and and I think the, I think Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley they did what they were supposed to do. You perform when it's your contract year. Like, you do that's the not- best at your job when it's your contract year. Like, I mean, like, we can say that's not a good way to do business. We can say that's not uh, a good representation of, you know, their uh, their track record. At the end of the day, when it's time for you to get that contract, you have to, and you perform on your contract, there's a lot of pressure to perform in the contract year. There is. There's a lot of internal pressure, a lot of external pressure, a lot of pressure coming from your family, a lot of pressure coming from the Raiders organization, from the team organization. So when you look at it like that, in my opinion, right, I, I believe that the pressure that they are putting themselves through on a day in and day out to perform and to put the, I mean, Josh Jacobs, 
he he was a monster last year. Like, I mean, the Seattle game where he, he rushed over 200 yards and he had that one long run to, in, in overtime to win the game. In overtime, yeah. I mean, and then and then Saquon Barkley, he I mean, every time that you thought Saquon Barkley was out cuz you know, he was out cuz he was having he was having like lower leg injury issues last year. So you would think he, all right, perfect. I, I I bet it gets the Giants. And I'm like, "Oh, perfect. This guy's out. Let's go." And then I don't know where this guy comes back in the game and gets a 60-yard run and for a touchdown, 50-yard run for a touchdown. So, like, I, I just feel as if there needs to come to a – I, I think you hit it right on the nail with the NFLPA. There, there's not enough responsibility in terms of why of, – of the NFLPA representing the quote-unquote misrepresented, right? You I, I, I just want to chime in on the Saquon stats. Like, if I told you the last, like, I'm looking at, I have all these games pulled up, right, from mm-hmm. last season. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a cheater, okay? That's fine. But I'm looking at these. The guy ran for 58 yards in his second last game, two catches for negative five yards. You know, he played, he's I, got, think, I think, I think he played a half that, that, that game against the, uh, was it against the, uh, the, it was the Colts? Uh, Colts, yeah, yeah. The he Colts. didn't play the full game okay. there. But I mean, if you're looking, he averaged, I mean, like, what would you say like a good average is? I, I, okay, okay. Be, be, before we even because he's got some, topic, he's got some nine yard ones, and then he's got Josh a lot Jacobs, of one yard and three yards. Jacobs had and I'm a like, way, do you pay for that? I'm serious question. Do you pay no, for no, that? Jacobs had a way better season than Saquon Barkley did. Uh, I, 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 I'm not okay. Gonna okay, yeah. That. I'm not. I'm not going to debate against that. I do think that Saquon Barkley helped the Giants out a lot. I do think that he is being, um. Uh, Overrepresented on how good that offense was last year. I mean, he had a lot of highlight plays, but uh, I mean, I know because I took on Barkley in a lot in a fantasy league, and he would get a lot of six point, eight point games, but then he had that one twenty point game. So, like, I know from a production standpoint that Saquon Barkley was not as productive as uh, a Josh Jacobs because obviously the numbers show it, like three hundred more yards rushing. I think he had two more touchdowns than him. So, like. The numbers show it, but at the same token, Saquon Barkley accounted for 40% of the Giants' total offense, and that's a big number. I don't know what the number is for Josh Jacobs. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but that's what Saquon Barkley accounted for. So when I look at it from that angle, I think that, okay, Saquon Barkley does have a leg up. Now, I don't think that Saquon Barkley and Jacobs should get to pay the same contract, but I, I don't think that necessarily even matters, honestly. It, it it goes back to the Chiefs, what you were saying with the Chiefs and the Rams and the Buccaneers and all these teams who have won in the past year. Uh, like uh, um, Ocho, that guy from Fox Sports, Emmanuel Ocho, he was saying that there hasn't been a thousand yard rusher for a Super Bowl winning team since um, 2016. And, 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 and guess who that guy was? I, I guarantee you won't guess his name. No, I'm not going to guess his name. Laguerre Blunt won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was for the Patriots. Laguerre yeah. Blunt was the yeah. was the, yeah. was, the was the running back that that led that team in, in rushing yards. And, and 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 I mean, no one even know no one even talks about him anymore in, in, in terms of being in that light of top running backs. So, like, but like, here's here's my question for you: Since when? Because I feel like this is new. I feel like NFL teams have never modeled themselves after each other. Now I know that we have copy; it's a copycat league for the NFL in terms of getting like play style and whatnot. But when it comes to paying players, like for production wise, 
I've I don't think there I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's ever been a day and age where we kind of like measure what other teams are doing and then we're gonna pay that position. Like for running backs, for example. I I I don't know. Is has that changed or do you think that's always been a constant for the NFL? I mean, I haven't really paid attention to it, uh, but I would think that teams are doing the same thing. Like, we need to find our whoever that premier player is. Yeah. Like, we need to find our Jerry Rice, but we're going to go out and draft someone in the first round, whatever, like, to try to keep up. Um, I think, I mean, we see that. I, I can speak on uh, what comes to mind is Tyreek Hill. He was dominating the Raiders. What did the Raiders do in the first round? They um, over – who was there? Judy was available. Uh, in that draft class, they took rugs because Hell they, yeah. Conti- yeah. you know, they consistently I see Tyreek Ty- Hill light them up, and they're like, "Oh, was, we need that. We need speed, right?" That was and, uh, just just Jefferson draft too, I think. Right, it was a whole bunch of guys in that draft, and they is. took right. They took the the fastest guy yeah. uh, based off of what they see in their division. So, I mean, that's what comes to mind. No, nah, yeah, I mean, so I, I think mean, a lot of teams are. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Oh no! I, I think I was going to say I think a lot of teams are doing that. They copy each other, um, but um, it, I'll tell you this: if Saquon Barkley performed in the playoffs, I don't think we're having this conversation. Yeah, he. I mean, he performed well in the first game against the Vikings, um, but he didn't. Ha- he, but he, he didn't the have numbers are replaceable. I'm re- like, no, yeah, the no, numbers no, no. are replaceable. No, no, I, I agree. But but he did have nine carries, fifty three yards. He did have two yeah. touchdowns. I think catching I think he had five catches like, for fifty six yards, but yeah. Daniel Jones three hundred yards and then seventy eight on the other Daniel ground. Jones I mean, balled out in the playoffs. You see what I'm he saying? Did. He yeah. for sure got his money was worth. I think. I I don't right? know. You know. I have no. I and mean, who do they pay? They pay. They pay DJ. Right. Oh, DJ, that's my DJ. But I, <laughs> okay, so but like, let me ask you this: Do you think? Because look, I want to stay. On, I want to stay on the running back topic because I, I think this is back. something that we got to hit on because. Well, I mean, at least I have to. Do you think that other players have affected the way that the market is? Like, like for example, I mentioned Todd Gurley's contract. I mentioned Le'Veon's bail holdout. Do you think those two things will, like, made it so, like, the NFL teams are like, oh, you know what? We don't need these guys. Like, we, we, we just replaced Le'Veon Bell with Jalen Warren or, or, or whoever they did, you know, replace them with. Do you think that has to do with – do you think that has to do – Anything of why running backs are getting paid the way they're getting paid right now? What's the question? So, like, do you think like past past perform past like contract disputes have like affect? Because like I would consider the Le'Veon Bell like a like a contract dispute, right? Well, I mean, Todd really a contract I remember dispute. Terrell. I remember Terrell Owens. He was in the front yard doing full uh, setups over a contract dispute. Yes, my receivers are still getting paid. Uh, Darrell Revis, he was not showing up, making a big deal. He had years left on his contract and renegotiated and got himself some more money. Cornerbacks are still getting paid. So I think it's more of a, a value standpoint. Teams are recognizing that the running back position just doesn't have a whole lot of value. It's cool if you have one, but I don't think it's necessary to to win a Super Bowl or go far in the playoffs with the running back. You any questions to that, or what? You what? You, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I I feel I agree with you. I don't think it's important that you need a running back 
that gets you 2,000 yards or 1,500 yards or even 1,000 yards. I mean, we've seen it. Um, I do think having a run game, run game is important um, because it, you know, keeps the defense honest. I mean, that's what we that's that's what we do. Like, like I think even um, remember we I think we had this conversation last year actually with the with with the comment that uh, the the uh, Brandon Staley made. Remember when he made the comment about like, oh, we need to run the ball. We need to run the ball to keep the defense honest. But like we don't we don't need to run the ball. Like it's just running the ball just keeps the defense on it. I think remember remember when he, when he said that comment. Someone someone relatable to that. I forgot what he said exactly, but that's, he said something on that same on that same uh, topic. And that's how I feel about the position a little bit. I do think that running the ball is important. I think running the ball is more valuable than passing the ball. Obviously, passing is more effective. But when it comes to the value of the run game, being able to drain the clock, hold the possession. Get you know, get the defense tired. Get your line, you know, going. Uh, get the defensive line going. It slows the game down, right? And in in certain instances, that's that's perfect. Like that's why the Eagles were so good last year. Like, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The Eagles were one of the best teams in the league last year, but they ran the ball effectively, and that think that's the key word. But to that point, the Eagles ran the well, ran the ball effectively with three, four different runners. <laughs> And, yeah. and, and one of them being their quarterback, right? So, like, yeah, you don't, they, you don't, they they mixed it up a whole bunch. Yeah, so like, you don't need a running back, like a star running back, to win games. But I do think that the that there that there should be a market for it still. Like, I I don't think that star running back should be treated as if they're shelves. Like, like, like if they're like, like, like a like a action figure on the shelf. Like, it's easy to just. Oh, I can find me another Josh Jacobs. No, you can't. Like what Josh Jacobs well, did last year, you're not gonna be able to replace that with the with, with, with running backs are well, running backs have become like to use a basketball analogy, they're the the center. Yeah. It's not needed for your it's not needed to win a title, you know, a la Warriors. Point. Point. But when when one does come along and he's different, like Derrick Henry to Joe uh Jokic, like I know Derrick Henry hasn't won a title yet. I think it's a whole lot easier for one player to affect a basketball game versus a football game. Yeah. But you see how Tannehill was a bust until he started handing the ball off to uh, Derrick Henry, right? Um, so so um, there's value in that position if you have one, but it's not needed. I think that's the that's the problem that these guys are going to face constantly. And unless they can really show their value and um, – the one I the one I don't understand is Eckler. That's the one I really don't get. Yeah, Eckler is ridiculous. That's the one I really don't get. Yeah, I I know he's not one of the names on the, on the list, but he's the guy who I feel like is putting in. He's the he's the Jokic first team, if you will, <laughs> and he's out there like you have, uh, Allen, Williams, who aren't playing games, so you're kind of forced to make Eckler your receiver as well. And he's doing it. You know, he's out there catching 100 passes. He's run the ball, 1,000 yards. And it's like, that's the one I, I was like, interesting. You thought they would have given him some type of, like, even if it's a one-year, hey, here's a whole bunch of money before we move on. Something to show that they're appreciative of him. I mean, yeah. I mean, Eckler is the one that I think is the – he's the most valuable player on any team, any roster offensively. Obviously, obviously Mahomes – I'm not talking. I'm not talking about quarterback or any other position. I'm talking about running. Sure, back-wise. skill, skill position. Yeah, yeah, skill position. Yeah. So like, our JJ's up there too. But like, uh, he's debatably one of the most uh, prolific players in the league. So like, 
I want to kind of ask you a question, though, like, because, like, I'm trying to, I mean, obviously, these problems exist. Everybody knows that they exist. So what is a solution that you have? And I'm sorry, I didn't actually do homework, so I'm actually on the spot about this particular one. So That's not on the spot. But uh, what is a solution that you would have to kind of fix this? Where would you I think the fix is already in. I think the fix is already in. Like, okay. I mean, let's be honest. If I'm not trying to be mean here at all. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But if Jalen Hurts wasn't playing quarterback, couldn't you see it a world 20 years ago if he was playing running back for your team? No. Like, so I think the <laughs> – no. Lamar okay, Jackson, okay, like, okay, these guys have – I'm just 20 saying, years ago, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, these yeah, players yeah. are playing a different position than what they are now. Like, the running back position, like, it's just no one's playing it. So, like, you're having uh, – like, a lot of receivers are coming out now because everyone's playing wide receiver and everyone's playing quarterback. Yeah. And then if you want to play another, the next position, I imagine it's probably some type of cornerback, you know, and probably a pass rusher. Like, you you, you don't – like, if I'm saying, hey, where do you want to play, I, I'm just imagining, like, running backs far down on the list. You wouldn't want to play quarterback, hit the quarterback, catch from the quarterback, or guard the guy who's trying to catch from the quarterback, right? I mean, what do you think about that answer? I, I mean, I, I think that that's a – I just think it's a. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's an easy answer that you just gave. Like I, I think that <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that there's a better way to, because like, because like the way I mean, and and maybe because I've had more time to think about it, and you're actually on the spot, so I apologize. And maybe maybe what I'll say kind of give you a little bit, uh, more understanding where I'm coming from. But like my idea of it is to remove this rookie scale that got created because of Sam Bradford. And Jamarcus Russell being bust, like we have to remove this rookie scale that 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 exists right now for at least running backs. Like based upon like like where you're getting picked at, and then you you don't have the ability to outperform that contract no matter where you go. Like Bijan Robinson is the only guy that's probably going to benefit his uh, benefit from his contract in this in this uh rookie deal for any running back I'm talking about than any other guy so like to me like that's where it starts at and like i would want like if i was negotiating cba i would want a different scale for running backs than a different scale for quarterbacks and maybe even uh like recommend that we would do like shorter terms for the contracts for running backs and then not allow teams to franchise tag if he's been like an all pro player in the in the. So past you just want you want to you want to change up every rule that the NFL has. I just want more protection for the players. <laughs> and I also, I mean, also, I, okay, since we're going that way, I also want the players to get a big a bigger share of the profits. Right, so 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 new CBA right? NFL owners get fifty two percent of the profit shares. Players get only forty. Well, not only, but they get forty eight percent. Like that, that needs to be, it's, it, those percentages matter, especially when it comes to 55 players that you're trying to pay uh, a salary cap league for. Right. So those, those numbers matter. So like, if you get rid of, if you make it, so it's like 50, 50 or even 51, 49, like the, 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 the NBA is the, and I hate these NBA contracts. I do. I think they're super inflated. But their ability to win that profit share battle versus the owners versus the players is the reason why they have so much power in this league. And maybe that's what the NFL is trying to prevent, pre- prevent right? 
Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to prevent. But like, there needs to be some type of win that these players have over the. Because right now they have, there's no areas where they win except that they don't have to wear pads during training camp or during meeting camp or during practice, or they get to practice three 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 days a week instead of six days a week, or there's no two a days. Like the owners are fine giving that away. They're they're fine. Okay, perfect. Okay, okay, okay. You 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 guys still want forty percent of the money though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that that's literally how the conversation is going. <laughs> All right, yeah, take whatever you want. As long as that forty eight percent stays forty eight percent, we're good. I don't know. What do you think? I didn't. I didn't know we could change up the. I mean, a dream scenario. I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, we could do yeah, that. yeah. Give me a dream scenario. I didn't know we could change every we're, rule. I didn't know we could change every. I mean, rule I, I mean, listen, man. This is this is a forgotten athlete podcast where we express our opinions. They're not facts. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, I guess, I mean, they could give the running back position like their own separate, like it doesn't count towards the salary cap. Besides like as many running backs as you want. Don't even, sign, don't even count towards the salary cap. Give them as much money as you want. Like but now we're talking, now we're talking about just, if we're in this dream world scenario, abolish yeah. the salary cap completely. Well, okay, so no, let's not do just that. Just let because, it go. So, so open so, the floodgates. Just let the let the players get what they're truly uh, able to get. Let's end the whole salary cap thing. So, what the NFL does? I'm sorry, what the NBA does? I didn't realize this entirely. I, I was I was listening to Brian Renhorst on JJ Reddick. I don't know if you listen to that podcast yet, but it's a really good podcast. But he was saying what the NBA does is that the NBA for like veteran minimum contracts, right? That comes out of the NBA's NBA's pocket. The teams don't pay those veteran minimum contracts up to like a certain extent. So like the Suns, for example, like you know how everybody's talking about like, oh, the Suns are going are like um their sons are like they're gonna go over their cap. They can't afford these players, right? How do they afford like once it comes to the once they get that veteran minimum, the players or sorry, the NBA uh pays out towards for those veteran minimum contracts. Like th- that that comes from the NBA's pockets, not from the team's pocket. So it doesn't affect their salary cap at all. That's why, they, like, if I don't know if you play on two on two K, like that's what that's what I mean. You sign veteran minimums, like it doesn't reflect the hard cap. Like I don't know if you never ever, ever noticed that, but I, I just I tested it out the other day. I was like, oh wait, it doesn't re- re- it doesn't affect the hard cap. So, but I brought that up to say this. I think that the NFL needs to figure out a way to. I mean, the NFL PA. I mean, this is the NFL PA's fault. I mean, let's be honest, like. This a short answer. <laughs> Am I right there, or do you think I'm wrong there? Are you right with what? With the with the with the. I mean, like, where where are your thoughts at? Like, what are you thinking right now? You thinking I'm thinking like baloney. I'm talking baloney. Like this would never happen, or like. Oh, I don't I mean, think it's no. I don't think it's ever going to happen. So I mean, let's be real. These guys, the NFL owners, are strong. They are united. Like one of them says something, all thirty-one others are aligned. They don't. They don't care. They are owner versus player, and the players. You pay the guys who, uh, the quarterbacks, and everyone else falls in line. So as long as the quarterbacks are taken care of, NFL is. I, I would be you're going to have to start punishing these quarterbacks uh, in their money. Because those are the ones who really can have money. But these guys, like David Jones, getting paid a whole bunch of money to be happy. Like, so I mean, that was, so I mean, I, I just think it's, it's not going to work. So 
Cool dream. Cool dream. Twelve hundred. At this point, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I just think that we're at a place. Right don't now. play running back. If you have a child, do not let him play running back. That's that, that, that's exactly that, what I'm That's the bottom line. Uh, yeah, we're out of time here. Uh, but, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks back for tuning in. Um, we got about 20 minutes. We might have to do a part two to to close out this conversation. We can do it right now if you want. I'm down there to to do to, to do to send you to send you another link if you got time. I just don't want to. I know you got. I know you're on the East Coast. Yeah, let's end it and then we'll reconvene later this week. All right, sounds good. All right, man. All right, thanks. Later. Thanks.